Here we go. Here we go. We're back with our after dinner podcast. That's right. We eat dinner. Yeah, it's literally it's literally an after dinner podcast for us. It might not be for you. It's definitely not. I heard from a lot of people. Um, oh, I'm going to sneeze again. My allergies are so oh, bad. Oh no! Here it comes. Ugh. Here it comes. Oh boy. Oh, with that down the hatches. <laughs> it didn't. False alarm, guys. <laughs> False alarm. You're pretending to almost sneeze for cred. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I did my nasal spray, but man, my allergies. Okay. Here we are after dinner. A lot of people don't listen Here after... Here we are now after dinner. dinner. Podcast, podcast. Us, us. You are listening. A mosquito. A burrito. That's right. For your dinner. In your ears, though. Look at Cheeto. <laughs> now, you're going to say some people listen, they listen in the morning. Can you imagine listening to this in the morning? That's still after dinner because if you had dinner the previous night. This is, honey, this is like Gremlins rules where it's <laughs> always after midnight. You okay there getting yourself situated? Yeah. We started too early? Yeah. Well, you're writing a book? <laughs> <laughs> I am writing a book about this pot about sitting down at the mics. Mm, it's called Sitting Down at the Mics. That's a good title. <laughs> but then people find out that's <sighs> literally what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to rethink that. Because you want to throw them off the scent. It's like, it's, I, yeah, I'm going to rethink that. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Stay of Homekins. I'm Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a comedian. I'm an actress. We are a married couple living in Los Angeles, and this is our podcast. And we do it after we have dinner. That's right. <laughs> I'm a little weekend water, a little after I got my weekend drink. water. It's probably not helping my allergies. Oh, it's probably cuckoo. not hurting. Hi, Cuckoo. Cuckoo, right, right, off the the, right, off the, right off the bat. Cuckoo, to what do we owe the honor? <laughs> I got you. I was a little, I was like, I can't believe we're starting this late. It was not my ideal. I know. It's the, because it's it's light longer and it's deceptive. I don't like that. We're like dumb animals. I am. Um, you know what's divisive is talking about um, daylight savings time. <laughs> Do you think it's that divisive? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know because I tweeted about it. And you got some backlash. I got, I got the backlash. So because you want to get rid of it, yeah, I like standard time. Not defunded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for time reform. I'm here for for daylight savings time reform. Uh, I don't know. And by reforming it, I think we should abolish it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a standard time, you know, bitch. (laughs) Now that's a t-shirt. I'm reclaiming the word. Um, reclaiming the word. I have not given a whole lot of thought to... I'm reclaiming to... standard time and reclaiming the word bitch. <laughs> You're reclaiming standard time from half a year where it's not that? <laughs> I have not given much thought to if we don't have daylight savings time, then what happens? We don't have this bullshit going on. That's where... what happens. Um. Forgive me. You for need yawning. to take a break. No, I don't need to take. Okay, a break. Okay, because we can take a break. What I do need is some support. <laughs> that was supportive. It came out in a sort of non-supportive way. 
You need to take a break? <laughs> what, do you want a medal? I'm being supportive. <laughs> I think you should get a medal. What, do you want me to alert the media? <laughs> so you're not into standard time, or you're not into daylight savings time. So what? So what? That don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> Shania Twain made these songs <laughs> that were like a chorus, and then th- they're, her songs are all over the place, like her big hits. It's why she's so popular. She covers all the bases. I guess she does. In, in she a song. covers all the bases. Yeah. Her fucking husband cheated on her with her fucking best friend. That's some bullshit. I know. I know it's country. I know it's country, but you don't have to live. Art, uh, life doesn't have to imitate art. Oh, that's what happens when you marry someone named Mutt. Mm. That was his name. Yeah. Good riddance. Sorry, anyone named Mutt. That was his nick. So I hate all the mutts out there. The one from the last Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So basically like what happens here in America, I don't, this is, is it an American thing? That's a very good question. And I do not know. I don't know if any other country does this. So basically it was like the excuses, the excuse, <laughs> excuses. the excuse is what it, that it was like for agricultural yes. purposes so that the children that you spawned to be your labor mm-hmm. could work longer hours out in the damn fields. Right. Right? To help our precious farmers. But now it's like we have technology. Okay. <laughs> yeah. People have robots instead of kids now. We have night vision. <laughs> we have like <laughs> cloning. So here's the deal. First of all, it's better to have exposure to light for your brain mm-hmm. in the morning. Right. Rather than at night. Mm-hmm. Because at night, you should be winding that shit down. Yes. Now, I get it. People work different times of the day and night. I get it. You might be... A redneck. <laughs> if you... you if might, you work at different <laughs> times of the day, you might be a redneck. If you... Um, okay. So, basically, like, we need to have the light in the morning for our depression, you guys. Mm-hmm. For like our seasonal affective disorder, a.k.a. SAD. Which not... Boy, that lined up so perfectly. It did. Um, I don't... How many people do you think suffer from seasonal affective disorder? And do you think you do? And do I think I do? I'll go first. I think that I do. You do? I think that I do, but I don't think I I have it anymore. But I think when I lived on the East Coast, I had it. Mm. Well, you know, I... Some listeners may know I bought Paul for Christmas a a lamp, a depression lamp, a sad and happy, a happy, a sad and happy lamp. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, but I rubbed kn- it, and a genie came out. And yeah, I got three and wishes. now's the time you need to be using it probably more, even though the days are longer, right? Because you want it. The days are longer. The nights are stronger than moonshine. <laughs> Shit, is this gonna? Like, I know. This is this what this is tonight? Is the because lyrics? I did neighborhood listen today. Oh, you got your comedy hat. Yes, it was very silly. He's got his comedy hat back <laughs> I got on. My comedy hat back on. He's got it going on. You know? 
By the way, this is a scoop. I don't know if I'm allowed to announce this, but I'm going to because what's what harm does it do? June 28th. We'll be back on Stitcher Premium June 28th. <gasps> and then after the whole season rolls out on Stitcher Premium, uh, it will eventually be free. Now, why would the day that the neighborhood listen comes out be a secret? Well, because the people, it's people's jobs to do marketing and they might have something that they want to do. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I might be undercutting whatever sort of announcement they want to make. I don't know if I buy into that in a way because like, you know, you got to get the, you got to spread the word. Exactly. I leaked it. Yeah. I leaked it. I'm, I'm, look, I'm, I'm a you're cheeky like monkey. Trump, you're like the Trump administration. I'm like rogue White House staff. <laughs> I hope those guys are okay. God. All right. So I have to like, I have something I have to get off my chest. Oh, no. It better not be about me. Wait, are we done with daylight savings time? Yeah, it sucks. I hate okay. it. <laughs> that, that's all you wanted to say. Listen, everyone's like, I like when the, when the, it's like light outside longer. <laughs> and I'm like, guess what? It is that way anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what seasons are. Right. Duh. Right. We don't, <laughs> we don't need to manufacture that. Like it's mm-hmm. already like a thing. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> it's already a thing. And then they're like, I don't like when it, cause like it's darker earlier. I'm like, that's just season. That's like, that's life on earth. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you either live on earth and you embrace it or you move to another planet. When I was a child. Love it or leave it. Love it or, <laughs> love it or leave it. Earth. Love it or leave it. Yeah. When I was a child, obviously I thought as a child Spe- and acted like, as a child. Speak like a child. <laughs> yeah, but then as, I loved a, man, as a child. I put away child thing, childish things. Sure. Um, I, of course I loved daylight savings time because when, uh, the, the, in the summer, when the nights were, when the days lasted longer, mm-hmm. that was more playing time. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm an adult, I like when it gets darker earlier. I like when it's officially night. I, I'm a creature of the evening. I'm studio, oh my God. Reopen what beautiful stu- music you make. <laughs> reopen <laughs> Studio 54. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, in the Studio 54 days when it got lighter later, it wasn't good for us. We liked it when it got darker earlier so we can I'm go. I'm Halston. I won't leave my house before it's pitch black. <laughs> and then it's time for cocaine. And le- let me tell you something. I don't do my ideas until I'm ready to do them. And that was four months later. Paul's trying to do his Halston. I, I'm doing my Ewan McGregor as Halston. Uh, oh, okay. Well. I like two things, cocaine and being late with and stuff. clothing. <laughs> I loved Halston, but we had friends who didn't. And I felt bad because I was like, oh, I but loved is, it. The life is a rich tapestry. I liked it initially, but then as it went on, I realized this is just the same thing over and over again. And this could have been just a movie. I had a couple of critiques. Like I just like a couple of critiques, mm-hmm. but um, I think, you know, for for those of you that created Halston, reach out and I'll let you know. Halston creators, your if you're next, listening. For your next uh, <laughs> go round. <laughs> <laughs> Please send the script to us first mm. so you don't run into these problems. Okay, so here's here's what happened. I bought this dress from Target. 
<laughs> Paul knows what it's like. Oh, yes. Yes. I bought this dress from Target, like, in the pandemic. This feels like an ambush. I'm not going to lie. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> this is not even about you, necessarily. Oh, oh, I mean, God. you're involved. You're <laughs> yes. involved. Yes, yes, yes. But this is not. I'm not taking you to the mat. But this will be known henceforth as the infamous <laughs> dress from Target story. The problematic Target dress. Yes. Excuse me for the hiccup. You need to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I do need a top off if you're oh, really. <laughs> I think you can make we it to can, the break. We can watch. Okay, I'll sit. I'll yeah. pace it down. Pace it out. <laughs> pa- Pacey from Dawson's Creek it. Notoriously <laughs> moderate when it came to drinking. I didn't want watch Dawson's Creek. Neither I'm sorry. I. But I love Pacey. It's a great name. He's my guy. Mm-hmm. If I had watched it, by the way, I forgot. I was thinking of Katie Holmes. I forgot that it was Joshua Jackson was Pacey. <laughs> what was her name? Katie. Her name on the show was Katie. Oh. <laughs> oh, she was Joey, right? I don't know. Does that sound familiar? I don't know. And Dawson was Dawson, of course. Wait, Dawson was not the name of the creek. James Vanderbeek. Was his character's name was Dawson, and the creek. My friend Catherine's going to kill me because she's like a huge Dawson's Creek fan. Well, she'll have to get through me first. No one's murdering my wife over Dawson's Creek. <laughs> she's going to be like, "What the fuck? You don't know?" <laughs> All right. So okay. So you know how like you're like, oh, Target. Those clothes look good. I'm going to try that. <laughs> so I got this dress. And it comes, and by the way, like, this is during the pandemic. I'm not going anywhere. So, obviously, I had my sights set on Yes, we're still slowly easing back into this sort of after. thing. After. Yes. So, I ordered it, like, in the middle. So, I didn't have a Oh, chance. that long ago? Yeah. Wow, okay. Oh, I remember this now. Yeah. Because yes. remember, I've tried it on for you more than once. I thought I could get do a gotcha moment, like, that you would have, like, forgotten somehow. And then the second time, I would be like, that is great. Yeah, the light. It was like in the morning versus, you know, I was like, mm, he's going to. Well, okay. So <laughs> so I'm going to go meet, <laughs> I had to go meet my friend, Samantha, for breakfast because luckily things are open in California. We're back in the game. Mm-hmm. And um, this is like a thing. It's like we see each other like once a week at least. So, right. so I was like, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to try the Target dress again, the problematic Target dress. (laughs) Do-da, (laughs) do-da. So I put it on and I was like, I know. And so like the first time I tried it on, it's like very obviously like a sister wives. (laughs) You have to describe it. Like, like uniform, like big, big love reboot. (laughs) But what, tell people what it looks like. Okay. So they have a picture in their minds. It's like... T length, which means like it comes down like below the knees. It's got a ruffled hem. V neck. Oh, I love a V neck. Like that is my jam. Mm-hmm. But it has like this is the style right now. Are these like puff sleeves mm-hmm. that come down to like your elbow, like? It's kind of like an 80s situation. Yeah. 
But not just 80s, but also like young 80s, like the way kids dressed, right? Like were adults wearing that sort of thing in the 80s? Yeah. I mean, it just depended, right? Like it just depended. Yeah, maybe more like kids, maybe more. I mean, it's got, it's like got a prairie vibe. Yes. And, but also has like a church vibe. Yes. <laughs> this one had like a church, like I'm thinking like I'm going to look really like hip and vintage mm-hmm. in it. And then I put it on and I look like a background actor from from Big Love, from HBO, from Big Love. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I was like, okay, I was kind of sister wives. So I put it back in my closet and I was like, I think I'm just not styling it right. I'm just going to hang on to it. So now I'm like going back into the world and I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll wear like some booties and like an 80s looking kind of hip, low, low hung. Low slung. Low slung belt. Mm-hmm. Like a like a thick, like low slung belt. To turn off my notifications. Oh. I'm fucking. There are certain text threads that become very active at night for me. Oh, is that right? Yes. Okay. I'd love to hear more about that. Well, I have a I have a friend, a dear friend and collaborator who uh had a baby last year. Mm-hmm. And I think this is her, this is the time is when she comes time. alive. Yeah. This is her catch so up she time. So she, she put the baby down. I don't think so because he's like, he's like a, he's like a little dude now. You know what I mean? Like he's walking and starting to talk and stuff. Oh. So I don't think he's asleep yet. Maybe he is. I don't know what his bedtime he's is. He's like in his little baby bed with his like, uh, <laughs> his little stuffed animals and, mm-hmm. and like big books. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's got all this stuff He's around He's like putting him. him down. Yeah. She put him down. He might not be asleep. Yes. I think you might be right. And so this is when the, the thread gets very so active. So she's quiet the whole day and then... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. I got you. I feel you. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, wait, did I do it? I didn't do it. I have to turn off. I have to... Oh, well, oh no, I did do it. Okay, maybe I Maybe this is a sign from God. <laughs> That this story is going nowhere? No, it's not. It's not. So you thought, I'll try a low-slung belt, some booties. Yeah. So And I got myself all styled out. And so I come out and I was like, hey, Paul, you. <laughs> How, what do you, you know, what do you think? And there's just this, like, facial expression. <laughs> And a lot of time of silence, like a, like a, like a scrunched up, just like a scrunched up facial expression. (laughs) And like, I mean, like it was not that hard of a question, but it felt like I'd stumped him. Like I was like, okay. And then I, and I, and I was like, okay. What if I take the belt off? I take the belt off. Like, he doesn't say anything. He just, like, cocked his head, scrunched his face, and silence is going on. So I was like, there's your answer in my mind. This is my internal monologue. Mm. There's your answer. And then I was like, I'll take off the belt. So I take off the belt. <laughs> Stick it to that. I'm like, without the belt. And then, and again, like, more silence. And then... 
It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, I said something first. I said, I said, well, I was like, what, you know, like, mm. is it just terrible or something? And, 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 what is it? And he's like, it's fine. And I, and I was like, well, that is not good enough. Right. For me to go out into the world. Right. Uh, with Mm -hmm. that was just not like the bar was not high enough right and i was like and then you were like it's just such a bizarre garment (laughs) you said it's such a strange garment and i was like well what am i supposed to do (laughs) i don't remember you saying that i said what am i supposed to do this is the style now and then you said well then if it's the style now, you're fine. <laughs> and I was like, no, it means I can't pull it off. <laughs> so I went in the other room and changed into some old standbys. Mm-hmm. Then I got to I got to my breakfast meeting with Samantha and she was like, you look so cute. Which I said as well when you left the house. Well, yeah, you had you were like trying to. I did feel terrible because it seemed like I upset you and I felt bad. But but you know, here's the thing. From I my, told you though. Yeah, I told you, you that I wanted to. You said I feel bad. Don't, oh, you changed. I feel bad, and I was like, no, I wanted the honest answer because we do that for each other. Yeah, like I set. I mean, maybe I set you up for my reaction, but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my reaction. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. Now I'm fucking saddled with this goddamn dress from Target. It's, that dress is not good. It's like, it's But then weird. I was like, who of my friends can pull? Like, because I was like, do I give it to Carla? Do I give it? Like, who can pull it off? I honestly don't know because it's so, <laughs> it's so kind of. It's like church. It's yeah, like, it is you know like what churchy. it looks like? It looks like, um, it looks like bad Jessica McClintock. Like it was like, it's like, it's basically like if you were going to go to church, you know, when you're 11. Yeah. 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 And you don't you know have what? a body. I think it is. I think it's less the dress than the, the, the print. I think the print is the, the print, problem. Absolutely. The print is the problem. Because it's like this floral, it's like bedsheet floral. It's not like <laughs> yeah. cool, funky floral. It's not like pretty, like hand painted, yes. like French provincial or it's, something. It's very it's like, obviously somebody trying to ape a style, but they're like, we got to make it kind of different, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work if you, the, the, the adjustments they made to it don't work. Yeah, it's not it's not working out. No. It's really not working out. I kind of was like, okay, maybe I could lean into this sort of prairie church polygamy thing. <laughs> you know, like sort of like as a statement. And then I it was like so it's not like good. to force people to ask you about it. Like, are you in a cult? And then you say, <laughs> "Ah, that's your prejudice." <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is, is like it has pockets which I love. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and that yeah. was the problem. But there, but you know, I there's like, better versions of that thing. Yeah, of course. I don't even know if that's my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if the prairie thing is going to be my thing. Right. It's really not my thing. I don't think. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I like your style a lot. What's my style? What is my style? I don't know. I think you're kind of eclectic. I think you... I am you, kind of eclectic. Like, I think you have a good eye for pieces, and I think that you put uh, good stuff together. Really? Yeah, I do. I did not know that you thought that. Thank you for I mean, sharing Of course. That. Well, you know, I love clothing. <laughs> I feel like I don't make much of an effort. That's the problem with my life and my fashion, my sartorial... Well, I don't think you need existence. to make much. Of, I don't think you need to make much of an effort because I think you have an eye for the things that you like and that work for you, and you're able to put the things together quickly. Mm. I have a lot of like, I guess the word's vintage. Vintage. I guess that's the word. Vintage sounds like, you know, like old, old, but more just like recycle. Like I like sort of like reused fashion stuff like there's mm-hmm. a lot of places in LA you can shop where you know it's it's fun to like go through the racks and see what people yeah that's the stuff I I mean I don't know I don't I don't I try I know like Target's like probably part of the fast fashion problem yeah. problem probably yeah is it I, I don't know it is in a certain way I mean it's like yeah I mean they just put that stuff out there and it's and it's pretty cheap and you mm-hmm. know it's like of course it catches your eye because but it's like Target well, that's a has bargain. good clothes though. They they often do have good like clothes. Like if you're yeah. like you know, like have to shop for auditions or like job interview, I guess would be the equal thing to mm-hmm. auditions. Yeah. Like that's like half the time I like stock my looks for that. Because you have to look like the people in the on tv and that's like the stuff they wear Mm -hmm. you know i want to give people a little this is a little inside tip fashion tip Mm. if people if you're wearing stuff from target Uh uh-huh target (laughs) you just wait was that what your tip was Are you fucking kidding me? I was going to say, if people ask you where it's from, don't say Target, say Target. It sounds like a designer. Shit. I didn't know you were going to go that way. Of course you didn't. We're not mind readers. Listen. It wasn't worth it anyway. Was the joke that that's been around for a million years? Yes, that's the joke. Yes. But it's like a joke from a movie, you know? It is. It is like a joke. Oh, this came from a Target. I mean, I don't know. Look, what do I know? I'm just trying to live my life, you guys. <laughs> You're just trying to live your life. You uh, didn't ask to be a Miami Vice sister wife. <laughs> <laughs> Miami Vice? That's like the color scheme of that thing. Was it Miami Vice? Miami Vice was like that pastel time. But it didn't have you know? like uh, that pink flamingo in it. <laughs> do you think that's what makes something Miami Vice? Yeah. It's a, there's a pink flamingo. <laughs> The flamingo, sorry, flamingo pink. Sorry, flamingo pink. It did not have the pink. You thought that, I meant there those, was an actual flamingo. But those on blue, it. yeah, because it's like pink Bjork, flamingo. like Bjork. <laughs> that was a swan. <laughs> how come Tar- I love that she did that? How by the come way, Target never knocked off that outfit. I know. People like mocked her for that. And it's like, this is fucking awesome that she shows up to the Oscars with this swan dress. People, it's great. Oh, wait, we need the... Um, she know, knew what she was doing. You know how people like were like re-examining the misogyny of 20 years ago? <laughs> yeah. Is, there a, is that like, what we do? Can you narrow it down a little bit? 
Is that what we do now? Like every 20 years, we're like, I can't believe how misogynistic it was. And Probably. you're like, yeah, no shit. But what, what, what specifically? Well, there's this whole movement now to kind of like scold ourselves. Oh, I know what you're talking about. For, yes. Like talking about Britney Spears' mental Paris health. Hilton and yes, all that stuff. You yes, know, absolutely. All that stuff. And it's like, where's the Bjork takedown? Right. Right. right? Yeah. Because she was brilliant, like, at that... T- like, she also was, like, not... Wasn't she nominated for an Oscar? That's why to, she was there. why she was yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, For Dancer in the Dark. Yeah, which, which I still was never like, seen. what? Oh, my God. Isn't it, like, crushingly sad? Yes! <laughs> it's so sad. I heard it's good, though. She's amazing. Yeah. Also, then she was like, I'll never act again. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're so- I mean, I guess like in a way, like if you make your debut and you're mm. nominated for an Oscar, it's kind of like, well, where do I go now? Where right. do I go from here? Especially if it's not your first thing. And then you're like, I don't really like this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Right. Like I wanted to try it, but I don't think this is for me. I don't know. But you know who who needs a big apology is Sinead O'Connor. Oh, right. Because people were mad that she ripped up the Pope thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Pope thing. <laughs> the picture of the Pope. <laughs> yeah. I remember when all that happened. Yeah. I mean, and I was an infant, obviously, but it's amazing how well I remember it. Yeah. It's your, probably your first memory, right? I think it was just like <laughs> happening on TV around me. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Pope, goo goo gaga. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I want to say on behalf of everybody, Sinead O'Connor, we're sorry. I think that um, we're still in this moment, though. We're still in which moment? The bullying moment. Yeah. I don't think it ever, I don't know. I think we're, as a society, we're way off from that not being a part of who we are. Yes. It's very, um, it's just very like in vogue to bully people. But you know what? We do make little strides. We do make little strides, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think if, I wonder if Sinead O'Connor made that statement today, the same way she did fight the real enemy rips up the picture of the Pope. If rather than instantly being like, torn apart for it. If there would have been a sizable amount of people saying one, wanting to ask her about why she did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of just dismissing her and saying she sucks or whatever and making also, fun of her. Also, by the way, like it, she did it here in America. Yeah. Like we have like a free speech ethos here. Not according to Lauren Michaels. <laughs> he didn't like it. He just didn't Wait, like it. He because- was the one who was mad about it. Yeah, he, Lorne Michaels doesn't like when anybody does anything unplanned on his show, on his live comedy show. Uh huh. So if anyone does a thing. That's the most oxymoron thing I've ever absolutely. heard in my life. He doesn't want anything spontaneous happening on, on this the live, live comedy show. Like the yeah. thing is live. Yeah. But. So the people that have been banned from SNL are people that did things that weren't cleared with. The producers. Are you telling me that there are banned people? Yes. <laughs> because it doesn't feel that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Andrew Dice Clay, banned. Why? What'd he do? He just sucks. Adrian Brody, banned. What'd he do? Adrian Brody, when introducing, I believe the musical guest was Sean Paul, and Adrian Brody decided he would put on a 
dreadlocks wig. What? And like a tie-dye shirt and do this sort of, you know, Jamaican patois. How is that unplanned? You have to go to the costume department. Or did he go and buy it on his own? I have no idea. But he he didn't tell anyone he was going to do this. I don't buy that. I think it wasn't received well and they threw him under the bus then because somebody is going to know. If things were, if people were banned for things not being received well on SNL, that show would not be on the air anymore. But a stage man, I mean, like, like, there's people crawling all over productions. But it's also happening live. You know what I mean? So it's like, he, there is definitely a way where he can do that at the last minute, spring that on people. Like, he could have put the shirt on and then right before the, cameras come on put that wig on you know what i mean I, and they can't I, cut i don't understand his deal <laughs> like do you like what's his what's he all about i think he was a good actor maybe not the greatest dude um he's done some questionable things like the halle berry thing sure that was horrible and then that weird thing on snl and did he ever apologize to Halle Berry, like I'm sorry. I don't think I, so. Was so humiliating. I don't and think so. Embarrassing. Not the, not to my knowledge. I could be wrong, but not to my knowledge. Huh. Yeah. That's a big. That's an interesting. Yeah. Thing. Interesting. Because <laughs> she even has talked about it as being like something that was not cool with her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like if she was like, oh come on, it was the Oscars, like. Yeah. Who cares? Like, but she was not like that. Like, let's get over it. You yeah. know, like, but that was not. No, from what I understand, her point of view. Yeah, <laughs> that was not her point of view. We have to take a break. Oh, oh, do we? Yeah, we do. <laughs> to get, make your peace with God. Is there something interfering with your happiness, or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know that I have had that feeling many times, and maybe I'll have it again. But what's good is talking to somebody about it. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. Excuse me. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, and join the over 100,000, what? One million people, excuse me, who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. One million people. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So a special offer for Stay of Home Kids listeners, you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Homekins. That's BetterHelp.com slash Homekins. Do you love rare tea? Do you love exotic spices and ingredients and gourmet products? Do you love shopping online? And do you love getting 20% off your purchase? Well, I have the place 
for you. That would be Rare Tea Cellar. Our very good friends and fans of the show, Rare Tea Cellar, that's C-E-L-L-A-R, have all of these wonderful, beautiful, gourmet things for you. And they are giving 20% off to our Stay F. Homekins listeners for the entire month of May with the promo code HOMKINS, capital H, lowercase, HOMKINS, capital H, lowercase, O-M-E-K-I-N-S. I have been drinking their tea for the past few weeks. They have the most beautiful, delicious teas. I'm I'm actually not like exaggerating and just saying this. Like I'm kind of like sold on their tea now. Like I don't think I'm kind of spoiled for other tea. They have this amazing chocolate tea that makes you think that you're having hot chocolate, but it's a lot healthier because it's not full of sugar. They have this beautiful honey that is artisanal from uh, Italy where the bees are nomadic. Okay. Nomadic Italian bees. Are you kidding me? They have wonderful brown sugars. They have incredible salts. They have incredible peppers. I've just been, I use the entire bottle of olive oil from there. It's just wonderful. Please go there and take advantage of this special month discount for 20% off because it ends at, at the end of May. So you only have a couple days left. It is Memorial Day weekend. So get all your gifts in. You get your Father's Day gift in. You get all your like summer birthday gifts in. Go to rareteaseller.com. S, sorry, C-E-L-L-A-R. Rareteaseller.com. Promo code HOMEKINS. And get 20% off on us. I'm in a bad place. I know you took a you took a sharp turn. I was already there. Oh, but you were like trying to suck it up for the team. Well, I I don't want to bring people. I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer. You know, like I'm always trying to like, you know, I should be British <laughs> because <laughs> stiff upper lip. They have that whole like mentality. You know, right? That's sort of like. You know, buck up or whatever. Mm, feelings are embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to put on a good face, but I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm sort of in a mood. Do you feel like you're just having one of those days? No, I think I'm in a bad place. <laughs> Overall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm literally like... uh I don't know what's going on. I feel very discombobulated mm-hmm. by the like the reopening of everything. Yeah. Because like I when the when the lockdown happened a year ago when this thing came to America and you know they were doing that in other countries before but mm-hmm. us but it was very easy to switch gears on a dime in that moment because yeah. we were all paying attention to the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, we have to stay home and stay away from each other. Let the scientists do their thing, you know? And it felt very focused to me. Yeah. It felt very focused and purposeful. And I mm-hmm. felt very, um, like, like I could do this, you know, like I can like zooming, like we could do things from home. We could, you know, we could pivot yeah. to do, and we were luckily, lucky to be in a position to do that, that we were not like Absolutely. essential workers in a hospital or whatever, yes. you know? 
Um, and now it feels like I don't, I've lost the thread. I've lost the thread. Um, I mean, I went, I saw my friend today and that was awesome, but you know, we went to a restaurant and, but there was no indoor dining. Mm -hmm. Like it was outdoor only. Yeah. So we waited 35 minutes, you know, even though other places are indoor. Like, I don't know what's going on anymore. The thing is, I, I totally know what you mean. Because when we were in quarantine, mm-hmm. it was like we knew what was expected of us. We knew what we were supposed to do. Yes. Right? Yes. And we felt like we were doing it. And we felt the sacrifice of it, of like missing people and not getting to do the things that you normally do professionally and personally. Yes. Uh, there was a definite feeling of loss there. Also, there was a fear that, oh, yeah. that was hanging over all of it. Sure. Now that things are opening back up again, it's not all, it's fragmented because not everybody's doing the same thing. Not every, there's, we don't know. It's like so hard to, to, to be aware of what the rules are and who's doing what. So like this place has indoor seating in their restaurant. Yeah. This place doesn't, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, it doesn't feel that you don't have that feeling of, uh, the demarcation of this, this is over. I feel like, and also, uh, before, but you know, like in, in previous times, like, like pre COVID, I guess, um, I had things to do with myself. Like I had places I had to be, I was on call all the time. I had to go like, you know, do auditions or be, you know, whatever the things I had to do. Mm -hmm. And now like, those are still not in person. Those are still not as frequent. There's like, everything's ground to a halt. You know, I want to pitch something this year Mm -hmm. and I'm like waiting to hear if I can get any meetings on that. And it's like, everyone's really slow. There's like a backlog of stuff that didn't get made during the pandemic and and they're clearing that shelf. They're waiting for me. I was told like they're waiting for mandates and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to, I'm like ready to go. But there's, you know, I have a friend who just got staffed on a show and they're starting a room next week and it's all zoom still and mm-hmm. they're all vaccinated mm-hmm. you know yeah but they're not gathering in person i mean because some people still have kids at home and you know right like it's still fragmented like you said i'm just very um i was hoping there was a mixture like obviously we were very lucky to be offered vaccines here in america mm-hmm. and there was a s- psychological um, kind of like a psychological weight lifted of, okay, the fear part is gone. I'm not going to kill somebody. Yeah, I'm not going to be some asymptomatic carrier that accidentally right. infects somebody's sick, elderly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Like I feel that is gone, and that feels huge and 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 a relief. But I still feel the weight of this thing. A lot of people went through so much hardship, yeah. lost people, and things are still broken in our country. They're broken. Do you know what? You might have, honey, a little bit of survivor's guilt because maybe we got off. We got off pretty easy with this whole thing. You know what I mean? So far, knock on wood, and it's not all over. In no, my it's opinion. not. It's not all over. But the but the. That intense period, I was I was going to say the worst of it is over, but who the fuck knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Yeah. But during that period where 
a lot of people did lose people and a lot of people lost their livelihood. And we were lucky enough that we could either do stuff from home where we had uh, like somewhat of a passive income from residuals and stuff like that. Like those things add up, you know, those little checks, like thank God for them. Yeah. But we didn't lose. We're fortunate that we had health insurance and qualified and all that. And we didn't get sick. You know, we managed to not get sick. Yeah. But I mean, and at first it seemed like, yeah, that felt like pride. You know, that felt like I did the right things and I didn't get sick. But then you, when you really think about it, it's like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm so fortunate that I didn't get sick. It's not just like, Oh, I followed the rules and everything was okay. And like maybe about 40, what I can't remember the percentage of people in America that got sick, but it was like over 30% mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. So we knew people who got so sick. So there's like you know? 70% that, did, I mean, or yeah. maybe, I don't know, the numbers they keep saying are not accurate. That's what they're saying. And that's great too. It's like, oh, okay, so they, yeah, they, we'll never know. Yeah. We'll never know what happened. You know, I don't know. I know. But we, we, we really got off relatively easy. I, I mean, feel fortunate about that. I don't know if I have the survivor's guilt as much as I'm just like, how do I process this? I think we're all like, this is going to take a long time. For sure. Because also it feels like, this is such a dumb comparison, but when when I was in New York for nine eleven, mm-hmm. I felt so. It's not the same thing, right? Because it was an event on one day, and it wasn't prolong, prolonged. No, but, trauma, it's, but it's it's related in that you know nine eleven was a especially in New York. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, in, if you lived in Manhattan when that was happening, yes, and that, uh, that yes. was a huge trauma. When then I, the ripples outward, yes, you know, there was a national trauma, right? Yes. Like if, if it, it the, living in Manhattan during 9-11 was frightening. Yeah. It was a frightening day. Yeah. And it was a frightening thing to see with your own eyes. And it made like the, to fu- see it happen it made the in future the sky. frightening. Yes. You know? But I feel like when that happened, it was like... I don't even remember where I was going with this, but it was like hard to know. It was just like hard to there. It was just, there was this huge before and after. Okay. And so, so now we're living in this moment again where there's this, and honestly, I know we have people who listen to the show that voted for, for Trump and, and whatever. Cause I've heard from them. I've Mm -hmm. heard uh, from them, (laughs) you know, but like, but like, I feel like that was a trauma. People are going to come after me and be like, you liberal snowflake, blah, blah, blah. But this was a fucking bully. Yeah. In our face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day mm-hmm. for four years. Yeah. Like just being a dick. Mm-hmm. Like all the time. And yeah. also maybe not even his loyalty was not even to the country. No, of course not. He's his country. Yeah. It, you know? It, it was it was a difficult thing to see the the embodiment of the worst of us in this position, right? Yeah. Because not only was it demoralizing, it was also it forces it forces you to look at this country and look at ourselves and say, This is what we are. You know what I mean? Mm. Well, I mean, of course not through everybody. A quirk, through, a, through a quirk of the uh, electoral college. 
well, that's that's not that's beside the point. However, he got there is beside the point. The point is, he was there. He was there, and it was a fucking. And that's who represented us around the world. It was demoralizing every day to listen to this guy be the worst version of America every day, and knowing that not only is everybody seeing this, but this is what we look like. I'm so embarrassed by it in a way. Um, but I'm also like, and I don't want to get, I feel like I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but mm-hmm. I'm upset about the Russian cyber hacking. <laughs> like I'm pretty upset about it. Like the solar, solar winds and the, yeah. you know, and I'm just a little suspicious that it happened during, during his his deal, like his mm-hmm. wa- on his watch, right. or shall I say, not watch, right? right you know, right. yeah. And there's something about that, like that makes me a little queasy. Like, how could how did that ha- how can that happen? Here's the thing: Russia's not fucking around. Like, no, as as much as like, who knows how much they meddled in whatever. You know what I mean? The point is they like doing it. They're good at it. (laughs) And they're good at it. You can't pretend that they're not. They're really good at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But look, we went through a... What's what's so unique about this for us in our lifetimes is we went through a global trauma together. Like this affected... Except North Korea, of course. They had no cases. But we... (laughs) we, North Korea aside, we went through a global trauma. Yeah. We haven't experienced anything anything like that ever, you know? And some places are still having the worst of it. Yes, absolutely. But I've never experienced anything like that in my my lifetime. Like 9-11 was not... It was America that was attacked. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've never experienced that other than climate change. And mm-hmm. that's so like <sighs> climate change is this ongoing slow thing, although it's not slow by science standards. Yeah. It's slow in terms of like trauma event standards. Yeah. Like like, you know, I don't know. It I just feel this I thought I think when when before the election and before the vaccines in my mind, I thought, Oh, if, if we move on from Trumpism and we, and we have this widespread available vaccine, everything's going to feel totally different and great. Yeah. And I don't necessarily feel that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still so much bad shit going on. There was a mass shooting yesterday, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you know, and all that stuff is starting up again. And the mass know? shootings were like on on ice, like yeah. during during the pandemic, and it yeah, was yeah. sort of like, oh, isn't this wonderful? Maybe we'll come back to a world post pandemic where this isn't a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you think when the police were killing people during the <laughs> pandemic that the mass shooters were at home saying, oh, I'm so jealous? Here's what I don't understand about the mass. So this guy who, this this horrible mass shooting, I, I don't even, it, it was a disgruntled employee that worked for the transit authority in San Jose, California. Look it up because I don't have all the details. I will say this. He's no longer alive. Mm-hmm. Um, however... The authorities raided his 
his home mm-hmm. and recovered all of his weaponry. And and this is someone. This is the thing about the mass shooting thing. Okay, is that either it will be like I had no idea, you know, like like the 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 Las Vegas guy, right? Like right, people right. were like, they still don't really know his motive, or they haven't publicized mm-hmm. it. I should say, yeah, um, or. It'll be like, yeah, he was, uh, he was problematic. Like, like we, and this guy, like they kind of are saying the people who knew him, like he was pissed. He was not, he was a loose cannon. Like he was bad. Right. Like, and then it's like, well, what are you supposed to do if you know someone who's bad and you alert it to the authorities? They can't do anything unless they do something necessarily, you know? So anyway, they go to his home and they read his stuff and they find all these weapons and they found this is what kills me is they cuz they found 22,000 rounds of ammunition and in so you're thinking to yourself like so was he in his mind did he think he could kill 22,000 people like why does someone have that much yeah. I know that's I like mean, a dumb thing yeah. they're like no he goes to a gun range and mm. I'm like what gun range do you go to like practice mass uh, execution mm. I don't I didn't know that's a thi- thing or what. <laughs> I don't know but anyway I I don't know that was it's so awful and uh we're s- in such a bad place like yeah. our system is broken our system yeah. is broken well it's not I, working the way it was imagined to be working. Unfortunately, it is. No, because of the filibuster. It's not. The filibuster is not in the Constitution. Right. Well, yeah, but I know. But the filibuster, whether they they have the filibuster or don't have the filibuster, like, I mean, what there are certain things that the filibuster is not going to, you know, it's not going to make any difference. I disagree. I think if they get rid of the filibuster, it's like it's going to smooth some shit out. I I hope so. I mean, I I just, but I I guess I I just I guess I don't have a lot of faith in though. There's not enough people that I have faith in that are in those positions that I can say there's going to be meaningful gun reform. There's going to be meaningful this or that. You know what I mean? Well, I guess so. And oh, Cook is back. Hello. Cuckoo, we got into it. We went down a dark street, Cuckoo. Cuckoo, forget. The last time you saw us, we were giggling like fools. I my thing about gun reform is it's 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 a popular people want it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a popular thing. Like the majority yeah. of people want it. But also, I don't think that's necessarily going to fix this issue. I think our no. con- our country is mentally ill. Yeah, absolutely. We're a fucked up country. Like I just feel like we're just like letting people kind of twist into in these into in yeah, these idea sure. in these ideas. For sure. We're 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 a country of like negative ideas. We're not a country of innovative positive ideas. Yeah. I, I think that's that, my problem with it right now. I think that people don't it's a big country and the way things are set up, it's too easy for people to fall through the cracks and it's it's very sad. It's, it's very a very sad. big and heterogeneous country. I get that. It's a mm. much more difficult country to govern because of our differences. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get that. But where is the brains? Yeah. 
Like, why are we not like promoting people with like smart, big ideas? Well, and that's one of the fundamental problems with this country too, is that we don't respect. Well, they all go into capitalism instead of government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That great. Elon don't you think Musk. that's the? <laughs> oh, if only Elon Musk would save us. So Let's... I didn't watch Elon uh, Elon Musk on SNL. No, me neither. Why oh. would we? I don't know. <laughs> that's a good question. Why would I? I guess. <laughs> I guess because there, like, it was like water cooler conversation at some point. It's not worth it, though. <laughs> also, we don't work there. You know what I mean? We don't work at a place with water coolers. I mean, the inter- <laughs> internet. What do we need it for? The internet. Is, what do we need it for? The, the we inter- don't need it for that. <laughs> the uh, internet is the great big water cooler, don't you think? Yes, and that water cooler is poisoned. Speaking of the by internet, SNL, spe- yeah, sure. <laughs> speaking of speaking of the internet, let's switch gears a little bit because oh, we're going to talk about the internet. Well, watch where I'm going, <laughs> Tarjay. The mo- <laughs> what if it was all leading up to me saying Tarjay? <laughs> the the movie Cruella has been released. You can rent it for I heard thirty pre- fucking dollars. I heard the pre if you have a Disney Plus. It's yeah. not only it's not just renting it for thirty dollars. Right. It's you also Disney to, Plus subscription yes. plus. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I saw the there was a piece of it that was going around the internet. I heard the trailer was good. Are you about to say it wasn't? This is not the trailer. This okay. is from the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. Young Cruella, little Cruella, before she turns into Emma Stone. Oh, okay. Cute. Origin story. Origin story. She watches her mother die. Oh, very Disney. Very Disney. Again, this is live action Disney. Sure. But it's still Disney. Uh-huh. Watches her mother die Okay. when a pack of Dal- Dalmatians. <laughs> Dalmatians. Eater. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> pack of Dalmatians. This is a spoiler. By the way, spoilers. It's, it's too late. Okay. I think this is early in the movie. Okay. Maybe this is the first fucking scene. Who knows? Pack of Dalmatians runs at Mrs. DeVille. <laughs> Mama DeVille. And essentially, <laughs> they push her over this balcony. What? Like, what? <laughs> and she falls down. They murder her? Yes. You're telling me that the Dalmatians <laughs> murder yes. her? Yes. Like premeditated murder, not like they needed Well, food. I mean, they're dogs. I mean, I don't know how smart they are supposed to be in the movie where they're like, let's get her. Or if it's just like they're trained to do this to intruders. I don't know. The, I don't know the full context. All I know is this. Young Cruella DeVille watching from some bushes or some shit sees these CGI Dalmatians sure. run at... By the way, there's real dogs. Maybe you can't train Dalmatians because they're so fucking... You can't train a pack inbred. of Dalmatians to murder. So this this pack of Dalmatians runs at her. They knock her over this balcony. She falls into like this insane chasm. What? Her balcony overlooks a chasm? I don't know if it's her balcony. Maybe she's an intruder. I have no idea. But what we are what we are led to gather from this scene... Is that this is what made Cruella DeVille sure. embark on a lifetime of skinning animals for their coats. And then eventually she gets around to Dalmatians. Oh, wait. She doesn't start with Dalmatians? No. In the, in the original 101 Dalmatians, she has like everything. I've never seen it. And then she wants these Dalmatians to make a coat. 
Um, okay, so <laughs> once I went to the, this is a long time ago, I went to the Badlands and uh, I learned that buffalo mm-hmm. would, in herds, would chase their prey off a cliff. And then they could eat it at the bottom. <laughs> so they would just charge at this thing. It would jump off a cliff and then they'd be like, okay, now we got to get it out of the bottom <laughs> yeah. and eat this thing. Yeah. I hope it's still there. Yeah. All right. Well, everything I know about Buffalo, I know from the video game Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> so this thing is being passed That's around. That's what I'm saying. They learned it. Yes. The Dalmatians learned it from, from their buffalo. From the buffalo? From the buffalo. It's a very American movie. Here's what bothers me about this is that there's this, they did it with the Grinch. They did it with, there's a few other examples where they take these villains and they give them this backstory, the Joker. And it's like, you're supposed to sympathize or empathize with this villain who, by the way, is a made up person. Here's the thing. Here's my point. It now... You're you saying remember- that we're training and we're training a younger generation to like ignore red flags and psychopaths. I mean, that could be the outcome. We're definitely what we're definitely doing is fucking up stories for people because do you remember when George Lucas did the prequels and people were like, or he, or maybe he, he like added stuff into the original Star Wars movies and people were like, George Lucas ruined my childhood or whatever. And it's like, what? This is, these people are what? actively doing this now when they take things, they take stories that exist yeah, and they say, oh, now we're going to add this other element to it. We're going to, we're going to completely subvert the thing that we already did. I read that. The reason it's PG-13, though, is just, like, money. Like, the algorithm says... I don't even give a shit. Oh, okay. My problem is, <laughs> is that if you want to have a story, if you want to do a story where the villain is misunderstood, and then by the end you realize, like, oh, they're not so bad after all. Uh-huh. That is its own story! <laughs> That's its own story! You build that into the thing! You don't you don't make an insane villain, right? Yeah, Cruella Deville, like a, a monster, and then you're like, you know what? Actually, she had a reason. She to was do traumatized. Those yeah, she was traumatized because in life there are people, there are people that are victims of trauma that that do bad things or whatever. We need to understand that in life, but you can't, you can't like do you can't retroactively fuck up these stories that way. So you're saying... Make a new story. You're saying that it feels upsetting that the origin story of Cruella DeVille is she watched her mother get murdered by a pack of Dalmatians instead of like some internal struggle that she has to being good. Somebody pointed out that how about her motivation could have been, she was destroyed. How about it could have been that she was destroyed by wealth, like having everything that she like ever she wanted used to be like a fun. She used to have fun with puppy Dalmatian puppies when she was a little girl. And then you don't even have to have Dalmatians in there. <laughs> you don't even need them. I thought it was about Dalmatians. No, it's it's <laughs> stupid. It's so stupid, but it really subverts. What you're also doing is you're subverting somebody else's creativity. You're taking a thing that they made and you're saying, we're just going to erase the thing that you did. 
Do you know what I mean? That's so you're also saying a like it's like a it. fitting like a square peg into like a round hole kind of thing. Yes, it's like the fucking that whole Grinch thing when they did I that Jim Carrey Grinch. And they made I don't watch it. They it. did it with Willy Wonka too. That that Tim Burton Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp. I didn't watch it's it. Like the reason he likes candy is because his father was a dentist and never would let him have candy. <laughs> we don't need that shit. We don't need it. Wait, I'm sorry. They built in a reason someone likes yes! candy. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Guess what? My father was not a dentist, and I fucking love candy. I love candy. My I father can't have been can- further from a dentist. I love candy. Who doesn't love candy? Yeah. All the like, and now there's all well, this but, like. But also, to be fair, we have not started a candy factory. I Do you would know what I mean? if I had the ability. Sure, you, of course. Here's you the would. thing. Now they're saying like sugar is as bad as heroin, and I need them to stop saying it. Anytime somebody <laughs> says they said it about cigarettes. They're saying it's as bad as heroin it, or it's worse than heroin, whatever. It's only because it is easier to get cigarettes and sugar than it is to get heroin. Uh, not in America, probably. I watched the Alex Gibney, <laughs> the crime of the yes. century. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's but I, quite I really, easy. I hate this. Let's give the villain a sympathetic backstory. I get the idea of it being a fun thought experiment, but I think it's it it. I think it actually does do harm to the original stories. I see. Because You're upset you, because it's not honoring. Like if this was the story, it stood alone. Like there wasn't all this previous yes. stuff about it. Like this is a brand new story. If and like, there's this never existed, I sure, see make where you're coming from. Do you know what I mean? I see where you're coming from. But it's like, okay, yes. what is the, then what is the point of these villains in these stories? What? Why are we so when Cruella Deville loses out in 101 Dalmatians? Why should kids be happy about that? Shouldn't they be saying like, "Oh no, that's too bad"? I mean, I wish I knew. They me. don't know these. I, I thought I thought I liked them, but no, they don't know Cruella Deville is sad. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, listen, maybe we haven't seen Cruella Deville, and we won't. <laughs> that's not necessarily true. I will fight tooth and nail to never see that. Film. I feel I've been hearing like Emma Stone's interesting in it. I like Emma Stone. It's, that is not enough for me. Really? That's not enough for me. Emma I'm Stone not paying is interesting $30. in this. No. And I'm telling you that. No. Sorry, Disney. You've already got enough of my money. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying like, I don't know. They really do just try. They just like, it's like a dirty sponge that they're squeezing everything out of. Yeah. Like, like, it's just like, like, I don't know. Hollywood sometimes it's, it's just, sometimes Hollywood doesn't make you proud, right? <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes you're like, oh, okay, they're doing that. Okay. Yeah. I but just, then sometimes I, you're like, oh, I'm so happy to be part of this. In some indirect, distant, overlooked way. <laughs> no, look, when, it, when it's working and people are being creative and doing like a cool thing, it's exciting and it, and it makes you it feel is. good. But stuff like this is like, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't understand the thought process behind it other than, you know, here's an existing intellectual property. Uh, let's do this weird spin on it. Sure. But it's like, what about kids? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think this is gonna. I don't know if this is gonna help kids. But this is like a PG thirteen version. So, what about the Grinch? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, this what, thing's been the around. Grinch, like, the P- Grinch has been around for a fucking hundred years. That thing was not PG thirteen. 
the the, the live action Grinch. It wasn't. And I'll then tell there's you a what, scene like where some... people are mean to the Grinch when he's a kid, and that's why he's he hates Christmas. So, I I don't see a lot of stuff like you know the Grinch or you know whatever. Like sometimes this live action version of these animated things that we liked mm-hmm. are a little freaky to me. Yeah, is that weird to say? No, it's not. When I saw the trailer for the for the Grinch, I was like, this looks like the most unpleasant thing imaginable. There's something about it, like if I were a kid, I might be a little like, this is kind of like sure. nightmare sure. inducing. Maybe, you know? yeah, maybe. Like animation is one thing because you're so separated from, from it, yes. like in terms of... Human features. It's not grotesque. You know, like it to me it's like the the live action cats. Mm-hmm. I guess it was always live action. There was never an animated <laughs> one. But there should have been. Do you remember <sighs> when I remember when because the the Yeah, they should have done the the, Lion wa- the watership down version. Well the Lion King, they did that sort of what everyone was calling a live action, but it wasn't. It was CGI animals. They did a, a version of the Lion King that was photorealistic, you know. Oh yeah. And I remember somebody online saying because they did Jungle Book in the same. Um, yes, exactly. We saw Jungle yeah. Book, yeah. And somebody online said um, on Twitter said they should have swapped cats and uh, Lion King, and they should have done Lion King like it was. Oh, with Broadway, the puppet with the Julie, or with people in you know costumes and makeup and what stuff was like her that. Name? Julie, Julie Taymor. Taymor, and Cat should have been a completely CG animated movie. Yeah, it would have looked that cool. would have been fun. It would have looked that like, been fun. Like yeah, like a watership. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah that would have been cool. You still could have had Judy Dench doing the voice. You know of what I mean? Of course you could. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding and you. And she wouldn't have had to fly anywhere. <laughs> the dame could still have her tea. She could wear her wedding ring the same as she did in the movie. I I don't know. Like, there's just so... The, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Are you... I mean, so you'll never see it. I have no desire to see it. What's the point? I don't know. Just What's like the point? Just like fun, like, get, like... I don't know. Take a pot gummy one night. I don't think it'll be that fun. There's <laughs> like, other movies to get high to. And like me. be like, okay, let's watch this thing now. Or I something. just don't like the idea. I don't like the idea. I don't like when they do that stuff. You know. And I mean, I know it's not. For, I know it's not for me. Right. You know, it's not for me. Right. But I still, on a creative level, it really bothers me. I really don't like it. Also, like, do we need to be exposing kids to um? A uh, a murder a ma- <laughs> you know a murder. Well, it is PG thirteen as you keep pointing out. It's PG thirteen, but like I don't know. Look, Disney is full of murder, though. Like all those animated movies, but are like full nature of murder. murder, like not cruel, always like nature cruelty murder. murder, like not that always Bambi. nature murder. Okay, Lion King has a murder in it. <laughs> it does. Yeah, who's murdered? Scar murders Mufasa. But that's nature. But they're, but they're, they don't do it in a nature way. But, you know they're, what I mean? but they're animals. These animals are talking and stuff. You're not supposed to look at Lion King and be like, ah, like in nature. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many murders there are in the animal kingdom. Do you think David Attenborough is vegan or just vegetarian? Like, a, like is he okay with That's me? A ha- good question. Is he okay with me having cow milk? 
Because, like, I love... It comes from the udders of the mother, (laughs) but the young don't know how long the supply will last. I want to... I want to honor him, but I can't because I eat animal products. Wait, do you know that he's a vegetarian? Yeah. Oh, for he is a vegetarian? Uh, yeah. Okay, I did not know that. I bet he's vegan all the way. Maybe. I bet he likes honey for his tea. <laughs> but what, he's still English. But what about cow milk? People get so mad at me that I like cow milk. Well, I don't get... I, I never really liked milk, so I don't understand it. Really? Yeah. I never liked it. I like chocolate milk, sure. <laughs> that's milk. <laughs> but just a glass but of milk. that's milk. I know. I, honey, I know it's milk. <laughs> and But that's milk is the you title of cheese. the episode. You eat cheese. I do eat cheese. <laughs> but cheese is a thing that is made. Do you know what I mean? By human beings. But it's from milk cows. Milk is for babies. That's what people say, but it's not. That's what people say. <laughs> okay, we should wrap it up. Wait. What? <laughs> I need to be absolved of my cow milk. Like. I don't care if you... I'll go on the record. I don't care if you drink cow milk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, but knock yourself out. What about goat milk? I don't like milk. <laughs> <laughs> to me, milk is an ingredient in things. It is not a dish all by itself. I just like, I like it. I'm That's sorry. Fine. That's fine. I just feel bad that I like let David Attenborough down, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, Look, we all let wants, him down sometimes. He wants to save this planet. This stupid planet. I know. You God know? love him. I know. And I, I want to be a part of that. But and these plastic cups will live in the turtles' years <laughs> forever. <laughs> so all right. Terrible. We got to wrap it up. That was bad. Um, if you want what to, the turtles? if you want to follow us on social media, we are Stay of Homekins <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter. We and sure are. You can write to us at stayofhomekins at gmail dot com. Um, we will be back in a week. And until then, well, what about recommendations? You're just going to gloss oh, over that shit. No, go ahead. How long are you going to let me go? <laughs> I thought you were about. You're going to stop me at any time. I thought you were telling our socials and our email, and then you're like, and my no. recommendations. Do you have recommendations? Yeah. Go ahead. I really like that movie we rented. <laughs> yes. Riders of Justice with Mads Mikkelsen. It is a revenge movie, um, but with a- It's like a thriller with some comedy and yeah, heart. It, there's a re- it's a real interesting take on it. And great performances. It was really it's enjoyable. It's got like 98% or something on Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. Oh, and let me tell you something. Whoever added that one negative review to Paddington 2 on Rotten Tomatoes, fuck you. Who did that, Cruella? Cruella DeVille? <laughs> that bitch wants Paddington. She wants a fucking Paddington coat. Yeah, he's already wearing a coat. Just ask him to borrow it. She wants his skin as her coat. <sighs> With the coat on it. Paddington's not vegan. No, he's not. He loves honey. He loves honey. And marmalade. <laughs> All right. Do you have so recommendations? Wait, I, God. Writers of Justice was Writers gonna... of Justice. Okay. Sorry. Why are you mad at me? I don't know. You're just like, I don't know. I feel like I want to do what I want when I want. <laughs> 
And I don't feel like it. You don't like the man coming down <laughs> on you. <laughs> I feel the establishment. I feel constrained. I feel like. You're not constrained, honey. I feel like I'm in a straight jacket honey, over no. here. <laughs> honey, you're like free I'm to be in you some, and me. some stay at home constraint. No, you're free kinship to be you and good. me. We have merchandise at kinshipgoods.com. That's right. We have uh, our beautiful uh, squirrel and rat sweatshirt. Yes. Which I love. But it we also beautiful. have some classics. We have the y'all. We have mugs, the weekend water mugs. There's so much awesome stuff. Go to kinshipgoods.com. Yes. And they have reopened their store. They're they're back in business um, in person, in real life. Oh, yes. In Charleston, West if, Virginia. If you're, if you're ever Charleston, in Charleston, West Virginia, Virginia if you're over there, go see them. But if you're not there, then you can go online at kinshipgoods.com. All right. That's it, I guess. All right. <laughs> We're going to put you to bed. I got to do the editing. I got to do the editing. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kidding. All right. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, stay, stay safe, safe, stay, stay sane, and, and stay, stay strong. strong.